Hi ladies, I'm glad you found me here at Walking in Heels. I wanted to share some of the great voices of women who have been influential in my world and in the world in general. Now we know that our POV, be it in heels, wedges, or flats, is unique and special. So I wanna celebrate that. Thank you so much in advance for listening as we delve into hearing from some strong females going places. Today's guest, Lauren Messiah, I love her approach because it's unapologetically honest, uh, very unlike what you see in magazines or hear from other stylists. And she's getting a lot of attention lately with her new book, just released, Style Therapy, 30 Days to Your Signature Style. It's a 30-day active approach. I'm thrilled that she found some time to talk to the listeners here at Walking in Heels. Lauren, it's great to have you. Great to be here. So now, excited. I'm excited because you to me and, you know, we've met, we've been on some of my shows in LA before. And so we have a history, full disclosure to the listeners, but you always are very authentic and you don't hold back. And I would think that as a stylist, sometimes that's not always welcome in your industry. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. Am I putting that lightly? Yeah, yeah. I definitely don't necessarily fit in. <laughs> and when you know, people who are going to find you on Instagram and 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 find you are going to understand why. I mean, it's not normal usually when a stylist who makes money off styling people or women would put out something. I think one day I saw you said it's the worst week of the year. It's Fashion Week, and I was like, yes. she is ready. She is just counterculture. What is it? Um, how do you describe yourself? Because I want the viewers and listeners to get to know you because you're very different than the trend and you're, you work in an industry at times. I think you actually sort of loathe part of it. Is that fair? That is that is fair. You know, I really I've always loved fashion, but as I developed my career and started entering into the fashion industry, I was like, ooh. I don't like this at all, <laughs> you know, because I feel like the fashion industry feeds off of women's insecurities and just shoving a product in your face or a piece of makeup or a type of plastic surgery that's going to solve all your problems. And it's really not because, you know, I've gotten myself into a ton of debt, you know, early on shopping, buying new outfits, especially living in LA where you really have to dress to impress and yeah images everything for sure totally it is I ended up feeling more insecure being more poor <laughs> and I'm like it what? Feels, well it always feels like the fashion set and we see them everywhere you know they're in Paris Fashion Week they're in Milan Fashion Week it does seem like a very exclusive world that most women will never get access to and you for one could have and said ah, thanks but no thanks Right. So, I mean, what I loved about fashion very early on was what it could do for women. And then I found once I got into the fashion industry, it did exactly the opposite. So, you know, style can open doors for you. It can increase your confidence. But if you're presented in it in such a way where it seems impossible, if you don't have a lot of money or if you're not thin enough. Size zero. Yeah. Yeah. Women completely go the opposite direction and they're like, forget about fashion. I'm just going to be look homely and terrible. And then, <laughs> and then you get, you know, you don't get the benefit that you want. You'll realize that people are not as friendly to you. You don't get as many opportunities. You don't feel confident enough to go after your dreams. 
So I kind of pull apart the good stuff out of fashion and combine it with something that's changed my life, which is personal development. It's about figuring out who you are on the inside and then properly expressing that on the outside to achieve all of your goals. And when you approach fashion in that way, you're like, oh, I can wear whatever I want to a degree and feel really good and be confident and be powerful. And I don't have to play by the same rules that the fashion industry is shoving down our throat. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the same in beauty as well. It's like this very um, hamster wheel mentality and you're running and running and you're never going to be good enough. And there's always going to be someone who's more glamorous and skinnier and uh, more connected. And it just really is a destructive kind of cycle. And as a mom, I hate that because I think younger women do look to social media and, you know, they think this is what they are supposed to look like when it's like, no, we want you to just embrace who you look like and what you are and, and really resonate that confidence. So you do a lot of, I know you do online courses and you coach women everywhere and you make it a point that you don't dress celebrities, which I think is really, really unique and, and very cool because I'm sure you could. Yeah, I don't dress celebrities anymore and I don't even dress regular women anymore either. I teach them how to do it themselves because you're grown. <laughs> we have to get dressed every day. We probably should know how to do it. So you're I- just the over that sort of trauma, whatever trauma we had. Exactly, because there is a lot of trauma about style, the way we look. And what's interesting is it permeates into other areas of our lives. So for me, like, for example, I would always shop on sale. Yes. That's how I grew up. You know, you shopped at discount stores, you bought things on clearance, you clipped coupons. And I never really shook that, even though I found success and was making a lot of money. And when I looked at it from the style therapy lens, I'm like, I've been taking what's left over in shopping, yes. in dating. Like how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you can look at your relationship with your appearance and clothing, you can be like, oh, wow, I'm really selling myself short in a lot of other areas. So it ends right. up being this total transformation. It's a mindset that kind of permeates and can seep into other parts of your life. Exactly. Because listen, we all have to get dressed. This isn't just for people who are like, oh, I love fashion. I'm a fashionista. Like, no, right. we all have to get dressed. We should probably learn how to do it in the most powerful way possible. And right. And certain things. And it's good, I think, always to know, you know, accentuate your body shape and things that will work for you. And the more you lean into sort of those um, silhouettes, you're going to feel better. And yes, you can take it, you know, a chance. But I do think it's about knowing, like you said, kind of what works for you. I want to talk a little bit about this, you know, in fashion, it's always like, Oh, it's like the new brand and the new designer and things that are, you know, so there's some beautiful clothing out there that none of us will ever be able to even afford if they, you know, and, and, you know, the it bag and the sneaker and this and that. And there's sort of this, I mean, where does it stop? And how do you tell your clients? I mean, it's not, there's nothing wrong with working hard and buying nice things. Okay. I want to be very clear. I think women should treat themselves. If you want to buy that bag and you want to buy that dress, that whatever, I'm, I'm a full supporter of that, but is there a fine line? How do you know when you're doing it just because you're self sort of uh, soothing and not really doing it because that is the bag that works for you? Right. I mean, with anything that you do, with anything that you buy, you kind of have to check your motives behind it. Right. So again, yeah. this is where Absolutely. The, style, 
the style therapy comes into play. It's like, oh my gosh, when I really sit down and think, I just want to prove myself to the world. I want people to know that I made it. So that's actually why I'm buying all of this it stuff is I'm trying to prove a point and that's dumb. I don't need to prove a point. So you can kind of look at it from a different lens and be like, oh, no, I should just be buying things that I love. I always encourage my clients to buy the best quality they can afford, because if you do get an it bag, you can at least consign it and get some money back. A hundred percent. Yeah. Right. But you yeah. should always look at like, is this my style or not? Am I trying to impress people or do I just want to treat myself? So it's just about being honest. And, and if we want to, yeah, I love that. If we want to get really honest, how much blame do you put on the influencer slash media in the high fashion world, which are getting, they're getting paid to carry these bags. They're getting paid yeah. to wear these things, fully supplied outfits, head to toe, oh and then my just gosh. show up and take pictures. And then people, millions of people see that and say, well, that just must be the trend. And how much of the blame is to put on those people who are, aren't buying it, but now make other people feel like they should be buying it. It's funny, the whole influencer industry, you know, with anything, if there's money involved, it's going to be, you know, exploited. So it was fun. It's like, oh my gosh, a real woman is carrying a bag. Look how she styled it. I want to wear it too. And then right. brands were like, wait a minute, we can capitalize on this. We could pay these people. So, you know, when you're focused in on yourself, on your goals, on who you are, you can look at that stuff and ignore it or not ignore it because they're just trying to make a living too. They're trying to capitalize on their cuteness while it's still here. But the more people know they're getting paid to carry those products and they're giving them back. Right. Even, even with celebrity style, you know, when I started off as a celebrity stylist, all of those outfits on the red carpet, they're borrowed. Of course. They're like none of this is real. Like no one can, you know, not no one, people can, but most people can't afford it, including the darn celebrities. You I know? know. Well, it is also meant to, to feed the industry of like, of you know, when you see it, you're like, that's a designer. And then maybe your entry level is buying a sweater from that designer, not the gala dress, but it is sort of that, you know, that it's in the ether now that was worn on that person. So that validates that brand that makes it even bigger. It's earned media. Um, yeah, I, I, I understand. And again, um, everyone looking at beautiful images and seeing beautiful gowns, there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's just, it comes to the point where when you want to say it's not just, it's, if it's so much marketing in your face, it just gets kind of gross and you, you have to kind of look at it and say, this is not, this is all meant to make somebody else's, you know, bottom line better and not so much about this bag is something that works for my life. Yeah. It's business, you know, it's and business. <laughs> now, speaking of your business though, you really are helping a lot of women and your tangible advice is like, it's really great. I wanted to talk about some of the things that, you know, you, you post some great stuff on Instagram and I learned 10 things about you on one of your posts and, you know, your love for olives. Um, you're sober. You, you gave up all drinking. I don't know if you were ever into anything else, but, but what was your decision to, to be sober? I'm curious about that. You said you were 28 years old. Yeah. You know, I feel like I used up my party card in, 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 in my 20s. I'm like, time to, to, to hang it up. But you, you know, passport with extra, extra pages in it. Right. What's funny, you know, after, you know, obviously years of, of inner work and reflection is 
one of the reasons that I enjoyed drinking too much was I was very insecure with reality. Like I couldn't be myself. Mm -hmm. I felt that I needed a little something to be myself because I didn't want to be judged or I needed a little something more to feel comfortable in a social, social situation. And giving that up has provided so much personal growth for me. It's like, I want to experience life the way that it is. I don't need to add a filter or anything on top of it. So it's been amazing for me. It's not a lifestyle for everybody, but for me, I'm like, bring it on. I love it. Yeah. No, congratulations on that because, uh, you know, obviously being, you know, at parties and different things, there's a lot of temptation. And, and I think that there is a clarity when you're not, um, under the influence of anything, you know, and that there is something, even when you're highly caffeinated, right. I mean, it could, everything sort of can be too much, you know, in a, if oh, you yeah. do too much, everything can be a bad thing. Shopping, like you said, can be an addiction and, you know, just kind of having that willpower, I think is really inspiring. And I think a lot of women feel that same way. Like I need a couple glasses of wine before I go out to, you know, out and, you know, realizing that you are enough is, is, is something that changes your perspective. Like, as you, as you state, um, one thing I, I, I wanted to ask you about that, I have to disagree with you on one thing, and this is something maybe you can work with me with. So I'm, I'm not young anymore. I'm in my mid forties and I know that you love leopard. Like you're like leopard goes with everything. Like your book covers leopard. <laughs> you love leopard for me. Get me. I'm trying to understand this because I gave up leopard probably in my, you know, mid thirties. I could never, when I was younger, I loved it. I, but I feel like as an older woman, it's not something I should ever touch because I feel like I will literally look like a cougar. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like with anything, it's how you wear it. So I, 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 I try to, to have my clients have an open mind about things, but there's some things that are just not ever going to be for you. And that's, just yeah, something happened along the way where I was like, yeah, I just can't do this. I don't know if I saw like a magazine editorial or like a real housewife or something where it was done really bad. And I was like, yeah, no, I don't want to be that person. Right. Right. (laughs) You know, everyone's got, got their thing. I think a lot of women, they get very caught up in that things only have to look and be a certain way. You know, I have clients like, oh, I never wear, you know, green or yeah, I yeah. never green. Like, I've even clients to say like oh I never wear a white button-up shirt I'm like girl that's a classic and you style it up and you don't have to wear white white you can wear off-white like you yeah. just have to try so I'll be like just humor me just try try this one and see so when I see you you're gonna put me in like some leopard print dress I mean, it could just be, it could be, it could be a shoe, right? Maybe you could rock an awesome shoe. Subtle, you know, that really is. That's a baby step. I know. And I, well, one thing I do love that you do is you do a lot of crafting and you do, um, uh, what's when you put the rhinestones, like you bedazzle, (laughs) which I'm a, I like, I remember bedazzling as a teenager. I think I have a bedazzler somewhere in a box in my attic somewhere. It's so fantabulous and therapeutic, isn't it? Right. Well, I love, you know, this is one of the ways that I work with my clients too. That's a little outside of the fashion realm, although bedazzling is, but getting in touch with your inner child, whether it's coloring or crafting or painting, it's very freeing just to turn off your mind and be creative. It kind of unlocks a different part of your 
of and your brand. It doesn't brand. have to be expensive. Like you can go, my daughter makes necklaces. We go get the beads and the jewelry and you just bead and kind of, yeah, we, she started crocheting. It's, it is really therapeutic. It is. It is. So I'm like, I'll be dazzle anything. Like where's my rhinestones? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And tell me, so the book really is, it's, it's for women. It's 30 days. And you really think when we go through this process, 30 days will really get us. I, 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 we can change in 30 days. It sounds, it sounds too good to be true. Almost. You absolutely can. You just have to do the work. So it's a, it's not a book that you just sit down with, with a cup of tea and read and be like, Ooh, look at me knowing about fashion. Right. It's, <laughs> it's an action plan. Like I'm a very action oriented girl. So you will be doing something every day and it's going to take you through a process similar to if you hired me as your stylist, mm -hmm. I would figure out who you were on the inside. So you're going to go through exercises to do, to do that. I would develop, you know, a mood board for you. You get to do that in the book. So if you take the steps, sometimes people, you know, they're a little slow. They, they're not going to get it done in 30 days. Sure, sure. No matter how long you spread it out, if you take each step, you will emerge with a signature style. I love it. No, it's great. And everyone has to evolve at their own pace. I agree. And schedules are busy and women have a lot of time commitments, you know, that are our schedules are pulled in so many directions. What do you think about? I, I think that there's a lot of women right now who are also pivoting and have changed careers because of uh, that thing called a a global pandemic that happened. Um, and I think a lot of people are looking at what they owned before versus what they are doing now. And, and they've shed, shed a lot of things, right? Like, honestly, like people I know are just, people are in immense growth stages change and that wardrobe changes too. And I feel like this time more than ever, people really are kind of seeking kind of a new iteration of themselves. So what advice do you give that particular uh, group of, of women who are like, yeah, I'm not that person anymore. Yeah. It's, it's the, that's the perfect time to change your style. You know, it's the perfect time. And I think global pandemic or not, women should be evaluating where they want to be in their lives. And if their clothing is reflecting that person. So, you know, it's all about getting clear who's the woman you want to be and where is she going? Do the clothing you have now, does that support that woman? If not, you got to get rid of it and we got to start rebuilding and you rebuild a wardrobe that supports that next chapter of your life. And of course, the the book will take you through those steps very, very clearly. But yeah, and you're brutally honest, like you're like, you don't look good. Who would hire you? I mean, you've, you've said that, I'm sure. Right. To people. <laughs> well, people are surprised. They're like, oh, my business can't get off the ground. Or like, oh, I keep getting passed up for the promotion. I'm like, look at you. Would you right. promote you? <laughs> right, right, right. And it's the hard, it's the hard truth, you know, but you dish it out on everything too. Like you're also, you know, uh, you know, attacking the industry saying they're wrong in this way. So it's, it's not that you're trying to be mean. You're trying to be honest. Yeah, because listen, I think that anyone can be beautiful. Anyone can be stylish. It doesn't matter, you know, how old they are, where they live, where they buy their clothes, but we just have to be in reality that we are, we do live in a culture where women are judged more harshly on their appearance than men. Um, we live in a world where you are judged on your appearance, whether you like it or not. So someone's yeah. got to be honest with you. <laughs> 
it's like, not going away. That's for sure. It's and I, not. It's human nature. It may it's not be fair. Nature. It may not be fair, and it may not be. You know, we can all work to be better and more compassionate. But you're right. There are some things that are just things we can't change. And to get ahead and to be the best version of yourself, taking actionable steps always, I think, is going to be the, the best way. Lauren, this is so fabulous. Where can people find you if they want to work with you and if they want to follow you on Instagram? How, how do they get to meet you and get some of your, you know, brutally honest but super helpful, helpful life advice here, life and style advice? Yeah, definitely give me a follow on Instagram. It's just my name, Lauren Messiah. And please check out my book, Style Therapy, available wherever books are sold. I really appreciate your time. I really appreciate your candor. Um, and hopefully next time I see you, we can um, do a little closet clean out. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Lauren. And I wish you so much continued success with everything.